If you're following on our trusty little thingy, we're almost at the end. We don't, we don't go the same uh, questions, but we, we look at the themes, and then we, we take a little alleyways, and we come back, and uh, we, we try to stay within, within the theme, and we've been talking about the person and ministry of the Holy Spirit. Uh, using building on the foundation, and we're here. So we've done, and this is very quickly, we've done all this, guys. We're right here, and hopefully either we finish today or next Sunday, and depending on what we'll do, the next, the last two Sundays of the year, we'll probably start here or we'll start next year. And I say that because we don't know yet. I haven't talked to Freddie about what we want to do the 26th or the 2nd, whether we just meet for service. I think most people would like just to meet for service, but we'll make them come for Sunday school. (laughs) Uh, And we started with this. If you love me, you will keep my commandment. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of Truth. Whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells in you and will be in you. And we talked about uh, the Holy Spirit is God. We went through all that. This is just a summary. We talked about the special work of the Spirit. And we spent at least time here. Uh, the, what happens to the person when they're saved and the Spirit and how the Spirit, uh, we are regenerated, and we're baptized in the Spirit, and uh, we have a guarantee of our salvation in the Spirit. Uh, we're filling the Spirit. We talked about ribs. I had some last night, and they were delicious. Uh, and I will never forget that, because I always think of food. You know? uh, regeneration, indwelling, baptized in the Spirit, and sealed. And the Spirit helps us with all this. And, and we have a promise. A promise in Romans 8, 9 and 11. And I meant to look it up and read it before. And no, I don't. I try to memorize it. And I'm getting old. The more I look at verses, the less I remember them. I don't know why. Join the club, she says. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. It's clear. Either you're in Christ or you're not. There's no in-between. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised him Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Hallelujah. Amen, amen and amen and amen. That's a great promise. And that's a fact. So, and we went through this. 
Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best of your time because of the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Giving thanks sometimes, but not others. Giving thanks always and for everything. To God the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. So, that's the promise, alive in righteousness. And we talked about that the Spirit gives us understanding of the things of God. And I'm just, this is just, uh, just going back to the last three Sundays. And we talked about some exhortations in Ephesians 4.30 that we don't grieve the Holy Spirit because if we grieve the Holy Spirit, we're grieving God because he is God, right? And then we talked in uh, 1 Thessalonians to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in everything, and do not quench the Spirit. And we spend a lot of time there and be filled with the Spirit. So, and we talked about what is that, and I want to talk about that again. But I want to talk about that again by going to Galatians. Galatians 5, let's all go there, find it in your paper Bible. No. I don't think anyone about. Yeah, he does. Yeah, there you go. I love it. Galatians 5. And I want to start in 16. <coughs> but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. My drop. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit. And the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you're led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like this. I warrant you, as I warned you before. So I'm telling you again, I've told you before. How many times do we tell our kids, I told you before? that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, 
self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. There's a bunch of stuff there, a lot of stuff. And even before that, there's a bunch of stuff that I want to go um, and spend some time because I think it's good that we do that. Any questions before we jump into that? Yes, sir. Yes, you're well dressed. I can. You can ask questions today. Mm-hmm. I read. Do. Uh huh. No, it says strive to do this. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. I think to me they mean the same thing. I think it's a because he. I think he's talking about. Um. You're living your life that way. You're always doing it. You, you can't move away from it, and you, 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 you desire to do that. So those who practice that, those who do constantly that, those who are always doing that are not in the spirit. And we talked about earlier, you know, the, the, if we don't struggle, I can't remember what I read, but I, know, I read that, you know, that is the sign that we are in the Spirit. Because if we don't struggle, that is the sad part, because we're lost. So you, you know, it's okay to struggle. And though, I think he's talking to those who don't struggle with, those who are always doing it, those who their lives are not in the fruit of the Spirit. We fall. We're not perfect, and we can't just, you know, we have, to, we have to look at this in light of the whole message of the gospel. Okay? You know, she said, she, she asked me if I brought my A game. It's like, I don't know. I don't know, you're well dressed. You come, you come do your thing. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. It's an ESV. By the way, I'm reading from the ESV, which is the perfect one. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's the reform one. I'm saying. Uh, no. it's, I, I, I agree. Yes, sir. Now, now, you, now you're going to bring what? The, the message? Uh-huh. And, and, and that's where I was going. Thank you. It's we have to go to the word. the word in Greek. Yes, sir. She had a question. Who had a question? Only if I want to uh, let her do the question. <laughs> no. You, you want to lead this? You're welcome to come. That's the way I roll. You know how the, that's the way I roll, man. <laughs> no. No. With all, with all due respect... With all the respect, so? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He knows I'm kidding. Yes, ma'am. That's the perfect one. That's the perfect one? All right. There you go. 
the more perfect one. <laughs> I went to Sarah's dictionary. Oh, there you go. There you go. To practice habitually. And that's the point. And that's the point. We're all saying the same thing. We're all saying the same thing. And that's, this is good. This is good, guys. We can't just marry to one thing. We have to look at the Bible within the Bible. And we have to look at, if we don't have the answer, we'll, we ask Kirk. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yes, sir. Which that's why I made the point of as I warned you before. You know, he's writing to them again and again. Guys, this is not right. The way you are living is not of the spirit. And I think that's the point he's making. And that's why he has to go the detail that he's going to, and thank God he's going to, because he gives us a roadmap. Right? He's saying, I warned you before, and I don't know how many times, but I think it's more than once. I think more than once he says, do not practice this. This is, you are new in Christ. The Spirit is in you. It's indwelling. It's grafted with you. And he speaks to us today. Do not practice this. And yes, it's going to happen. And we're going to struggle Don't practice. Don't make it a habit to. Make it a habit to be in the Spirit. Anything else? And we haven't even started today. (laughs) So, Galatians 5, 16-26. Before... He goes into 16. He's talking about um, liberty in Christ. And I think that's, that's the, the situation that he sees is you're free in Christ, but you're not free to do whatever. And they're not understanding that freedom, that liberty. I'll get with you in a sec. You need to avoid destructive influences of the flesh. Paul says you need to walk in the Spirit. You need to be led in the Spirit. But why is it important to us to know this? And he goes into it. And he goes into it in the first two verses that we read. Mercy, you want to say something? We can choose them. And we'll get, to, we'll get to that because he actually addresses it there when he addresses the law. So, but I say walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For those are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things 
you want to do. Two opponents fighting for your soul. The flesh and the spirit. But you are in Christ, in the spirit, is what he's saying. Now, I need three readers. Romans 6, 12 and 13. Tosh, thank you. Romans 7, 14 to 23. Uh, Wade. And Romans 8, 12 to 14. Dayron. He's like, hold on, I'm not paying attention. Romans 8, 12 to 14. Romans 6, 12 to 13. Tosh. Romans 7, 14 to 23. Wade. And they run the last one. Whenever you have it ready, Tosh. Uh huh. I don't think that has to be explained. It's right on. Wade. Thank you, Wade. That's a long reading to say exactly what Mercy just said. But it's right on because it's exactly. Us. It's our lives. It's you and I. Because the things we want to do, we don't do, and the things we don't want to do, those are the things we do. But we know it's not us. It's sin in us. But that doesn't give us permission to practice connecting back. Practice those things. Any questions? No? Dayron. <coughs> I know I'm preaching to the choir. Any questions on that? I think all of us know this. You can ask questions, you can make comments, it's okay. You can let your hair down. Yes, ma'am. It's always good to be reminded. Yes. <clears throat> you know, Sunday mornings <clears throat> is when we plug our batteries with the fellowship, with our friends, brothers, sisters. And we come together and we plug our batteries in the Word together. To feel and understand and, and, and go, <sighs> I struggle, but I'm glad I'm here. You know, it's much easier to get up in the mornings from Monday through Saturday, but Sunday comes, <sighs> everything happens. <laughs> but we plug the spirit and this, this, that's what we're doing here. Just reading, and, and, and we don't need to explain what we just read because we know it. So we must walk in the Spirit. We know that. Otherwise, we will succumb to the lost of the flesh. <laughs> it should be flesh. <clears throat> but how do we walk in the Spirit? And that is the struggle. But, 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 how, how, how? How do we plug in? Let's go to Romans 8. 
Romans 8, and we have read this a couple times, and I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read Romans 8, 1 through 6. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Period. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus made me free from the law of sin and of death. For what the law could not do in that is weak through the flesh, God, sending his Son, own Son, in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the ordinance of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For the mind of the flesh is death, but the mind of the Spirit is life and So how do we walk in the Spirit? by setting our minds on the things of the Spirit. So, and, and, what are those things? What are, what is the Spirit things? It's the things that the Spirit reveals to us. Okay, so, how does the Spirit reveal things to me? Ah. Let's go to Ephesians 6, 17. Ephesians 6, 17, and I'll tell you what. Um, Tony, look, um, Matthew 4, and I want you to read when I tell you so. Starting in verse 4, okay? But first, I'm going to read Ephesians 6, 17. Actually, I'm going to read from uh, 12 through 18. For a wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the war rulers of, of this darkness, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness and heavenly, in the heavenly places. <clears throat> Wherefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your loins with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shut your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, while taking up the shield of faith, wherewith... Uh, what am I reading? Yes, that's fine. You shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one. I'm reading now from the ASV. Let's change it back. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying all the times in the Spirit, 
with all prayer and supplication to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all saints. But how is the Spirit revealed? Through the Word. Take the sword. Everything else is defensive. The breastplate, the helmet, the boots, all that are defensive. The sword, it's very offense-driven, right? You want to cut. I love when we do combat weapon in my taekwondo because I feel like I'm fencing. We're not. But I love it because it's very offensive. I'm going forward and I'm hitting and I'm doing my stuff and I'm doing, I'm up and down. And that's the word. And the spirit is revealed in the word. I'm not saying anything that we didn't say two Sundays ago. That's how the spirit is revealed in the word. And how is the spirit revealed? Let's go to Matthew 4. Because we have the greatest example of that. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Uh huh. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Remind you of what? Colossians 3 12 to 17. Mm hmm. You mind reading it? Amen. Amen. She closed the, uh, the meeting today. But before we get there, we walk in the Spirit to the degree we follow the Word which He reveals. It's that simple. We need to be in the Word. You need to know God. You need to know what He wants for you. You need to know if you're not in the Word, how do you know? How do you get an A on one of your tests, Louis? They do. Okay. Okay, how do they get an A? They have to study. They have to study. And you know that his class is meant to weed people out. He makes it very difficult. Those who really want to be, they apply themselves. By the way, your salvation, you can't lose it. It's guaranteed. The A in his class is not. But the A in Christ is. But it's how we traverse our life that we're talking about here. How we live that testimony. How we engage with the, wor- with the world through the word. Now, Paul continues on, and he says in Galatians 5.18, he says, but if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. I mean, hold on. He said, I'm in the Spirit. What, why, is he, why is he mixing things? He's not. He is not, and it's important for us to understand the law. Which law? Well, Galatians 4.21, he's talking about 
law of Moses. All of those stuff, all of that life with over 600 rules they have to live by. It's no longer. Yes, we have to know it. But why? Why? Very simple. What's the purpose of the law? Osborne, Galatians 3.19, and John, yes, you, 3.19 and 20. Romans 3.19-20, and Osborne, Galatians 3.19. Read it again. Loud it. Come on. No, no, you loud. I want you, I want, I want the... I want the other church back there to hear you. Since through the law comes knowledge of sin. So the law is there to reveal our sin and to condemn those of sin. That's the law. That's when we can't we can't do it. There's no way. Not even once. And it's not levels. It's not that I'm better than Lewis, which I am. But I'm not better than Troy, who is not better than Kirk today, because he's well-dressed today. But that's the point. It's to show us that we are sinners, that we need because we can't. And that's his point. That's why he brings it. He says, you're in the spirit. The law showed you that you need it or that you need salvation. To be under the law is to be under the state of condemnation. If you're not in Christ, we just said it, you're condemned. Period. We said it 40 minutes ago. And no, I know you were paying attention. Yes. Either you're in or you're not. And that's why he brings it. That's why he talks about the law. We're freeing the spirit and not under the law. Now I have three more here that I would like to go. And yes, we're reading a lot of Romans. Yes. Read it. Read Romans. It's a doctrinal document in the universe. Carlos, Romans 8, 1 and 2. Jackie, Romans 6, 17 and 18. Jorgito, welcome back. Angelita, welcome back. Jorge, Romans 7, 1 through 6. Go ahead, Carlos. Jackie. Amen. Juanito. Amen. It's a long one, but it tells us three things. We're free from condemnation. We read it. Carlos read it. We're free from the law of sin. We're free of sin in Christ. Remember, in the Spirit. And we have no obligation to keep the law. That doesn't mean that we don't keep the law. 
It means that we don't need to keep it to receive. It means that we already receive because the law gave us the title of sinners. We need to follow the commandments, but we can't do it by ourselves. So be careful how you read the last one. I struggled even as of this morning, last night. How do I say this? Because we can't keep the commandments, but we need to strive to live in the Spirit and live for Christ, who's going to help us. Because he fulfilled the law. You wanted to say, Kirk? Yeah. Us, mm-hmm. which have not, hmm. which show the world. Mm-hmm. Correct. Anyone disagrees? Want to add anything? Yes, Carlos. Right. I, I love it how we move quickly to my next slide because that's exactly how it is. The Spirit leads us. The Spirit strengthened us. And they've used other references besides the one I've used, but we're all saying the same thing. In the Spirit, He strengthens us. He leads us. But we have to be in the Word. Because if you're not in the Word, you're not strengthened. You just, the wind will take you any which way. So I want to, we're moving very quickly. Uh, we are led and strengthening by the Spirit. We have all this. Let's, um, I'm going to read Ephesians 3.20. <clears throat> I think we read it earlier. It says, To him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power that work within us. What is that power? The Spirit. It helps us. Remember what we said? Ribs? And what it empowers us? Let's go to Second Peter 1. Second Peter 1, 5. Again, talking about how the Spirit strengthens us. And it says, For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness, steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent 
to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. So what is Paul, uh, Peter saying? Peter is saying, stay in the word. We don't gain it, but we are called to work on our salvation. It's not by works, so no one may boast. But we have to. Because it's a race. You know, the hardest things for me to do now is run. I try, but I can't. And my mind says, run, move. I'm like, no, walking is better. I know I can walk. But I need to push. And that push, spiritually, is stay in the word. And I've said it 700 times. But that's how we are led by the Spirit. He is the helper. And that's the connection in the Word. In the Word. The Spirit was sent to convict the world. And the Spirit guided the Apostle into all truth. And it guides us in all truth no matter what's happening in our lives. Especially when things that we don't like happen in our lives. This is when we most needed it. But if we're not practicing when we don't think we need it, it's very hard to connect when you need it. It's like Aflac. <laughs> what was the, uh, the, the commercial? Uh, you don't need it until you need it, something like that. But no, this is better than Aflac. This is the spirit who is God. And then, and then, he gives us the fruit of the Spirit. Now, how does that look in our lives? Before that, he says, this is how it should not look like. So if this is in your life, replace it with this. If this is not what you're living, you should be living this other side. A Christ-like character of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with all its passions and desires. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So we avoid all these other ones. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, 
fits of anger, robberies, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like that. Against such things, there's no law. And I want to leave with this. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you? I missed something there. Who you have from God. You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. In everything we do, do it as unto the Lord. And I know, because I failed constantly, and I struggle a lot. Because we're trained to perform in the world that is very different. It's not Galatians. It's Corinthians. First Corinthians. I'm sorry. What, you didn't remember this? You didn't memorize this? It's First Corinthians. First Corinthians 6, 19, and 20. My fault. See? I'm not perfect. I didn't bring my A game today. Okay. Anyone else can come up here and do it. No? Okay. Then you stuck with me. <laughs> Any questions? And past the 1030 line. We're done with this section of our uh, foundations and uh, probably go to prayer next time or something else. Any questions? Anything else? 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. No? Kirk, would you close us in prayer, please? Amen. 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 See you in a bit. Adios.